0: Welcome to the Free Man Void if you're watching this on Bitchute or YouTube. However, if you're listening on a podcast, FMA Mad World, it's your boy Victus D. Void. If you are watching on Bitchute or YouTube, make sure you like the video and subscribe. And if you're listening, continue listening and feel free to go check out the videos as well. You can find me on YouTube and Bitchute at, well not at, but my my username is Void. With my oldest channel being House Avoid on YouTube. So yeah, guys, continue checking out my uh, work. I also got a book out. It is called Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. But ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the topic today. And what we're starting off today with is, is the Taliban, you know, the infamous terrorist gang, the Taliban in uh, Afghanistan, are they having a little redemption arc? What do I mean by redemption arc? Well, I stumbled upon this little article titled, Rejected by New Zealand, Reporter Turns to the Taliban for Help. Apparently, a pregnant New Zealand reporter, um, I'm, I'm just going to read right from the uh, article itself. I'm not going to read too much into it, just, you know, the basic uh, beginning and so on, and then we're going to chat about it. But the article reads as, A pregnant New Zealand journalist says she turned to, to the Taliban uh, for help and is now stranded in Afghanistan after her home country has prevented her from returning due to a bottleneck of people in its coronavirus quarantine system. Of course. Don't forget to quarantine, folks. We have a deadly virus on the loose. (laughs) Anyways, it continues as, in a column published in the New Zealand Herald on Saturday, Saturday, Charlotte Bellis said it was brutally ironic that she'd once questioned the Taliban about their treatment of women, and she was now asking the same questions of her own government. When the Taliban offers you a pregnant woman, Unmarried woman, safe haven, you know your situation is messed up, Bellish wrote in her new column. Anyways, I'm going to stop right there. Yeah, that's crazy, man. The Taliban, I, I guess the Taliban is looking to, be, to appear more legitimate since they now have complete control over Afghanistan. And they need to establish or at least stretch their roots into the political affairs of the global system. So this is either one big publicity stunt for the Taliban or, you know, uh, good press that's going to benefit them in the long run so they can be invited into the global one-world nation that is being built before our eyes while we are distracted by memes. I can't really complain about that because I do run a very successful meme page. <laughs> I don't know about successful, but it's doing alright. So I, I I definitely am contributing to the uh, distraction, but at least I post memes and videos that keep people engaged with the truth, I don't push out false narratives. Maybe a few of my posts are false narratives, but it it is crazy that the Taliban was the savior for this woman. Uh, While her own government decided that a threat coming from, I'm not going to say imaginary virus because it's very real. I'm sure many people have died. However, it's not the uh, threat that they want us to believe it is. But yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. The Taliban is having a little redemption arc and good for them. (laughs) Good for them. They're no longer the beheading uh, terrorists they they were back in the day. Or maybe they still are. I don't know. I don't care. But anyways, let's move on and talk about the Chinese Communist Party's control over the NBA, the sports world of America. So I'm going to play a little video for you that (laughs) this is a video of the owner of the Golden State Warriors being brutally honest about the truth of uh, the CCP's control or at least the heartlessness of the upper elite managers of these teams. Nobody cares about what's happening to the weakers,? okay? You you bring it up because you really what? care, and I think what that's do mean nice nobody that cares? you care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, you telling you a care? very hard... Wait, wait, I'm you're telling you're saying you, you personally very, don't care? I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth, okay? Of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line, okay? Oh, of all the things that's... that I care about, it is below my line. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the owner of the Golden State Warriors, boldly admitting that nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs. If you don't know about the Uyghurs, they are a small minority of people in China that are being uh, genocided against by the CCP. Now, yes, I know genocides occur around the world all day, every day, and we don't bat an eye, mainly because we, the common folk, aren't allowed to know exactly what's going on. A lot of times the perpetrators of these genocides are portrayed as heroes or not just heroes. You know, like the American press likes to regard Xi Jinping as a hardworking studious. I can't say studious. thats That, that word doesn't really apply to uh, Xi Jinping or at least his portrayal in the media. But, you know, a hardworking leader, uh, exemplary leader for his people. They like to portray him as a good guy. And because of that, the common folk don't really know how to feel about the genocide that's going on. Now, it's easy to take the uh, route of it's not going on near me. It's not hurting people I know. And so, therefore, I don't care about it. But why it's important for you to care in this situation is that China has control of the NBA. Now, if you don't watch basketball, I'm sure you don't think the NBA is that important, but the NBA has a reach of billions of people around the globe. May not be at the same time because we know NBA game ratings have been going down lately, but judging from the fact that NBA players still make hundreds of millions of dollars, it's fair to assume that China gaining control over the uh, NBA as a, as a system, or at least the NBA is becoming a major asset for the Chinese Communist Party. So the usual question people ask these owners who submit to the Chinese control over the NBA is how can you allow China to control you when they're out there genociding people, when they're out there harvesting organs? Well, you just heard it from one of the men themselves. They don't care. Nobody cares. So, ladies and gentlemen, an authoritarian regime that harvests the organs of their own citizens... And genocides people and uses sexual assault to torture their uh, captives, their prisoners. Has gained control over a major aspect of America um, or Americans, uh, Amer- the American entertainment industry, sports industry, just the overall American system. If China can gain control over the NBA, what else is there that is really limiting them from gaining control of even more, you know, important aspects of the American system? They've already gained control over American media. They've already gained control over the gaming world. They have TikTok. Remember, China wants to destroy us. They see us as an enemy because the very idea of America goes against everything that China (laughs) is. You know, they don't want their citizens to be free. They don't want their citizens to have independent in, and individual thoughts. They want us to view ourselves as a collective. That is why you're seeing the increase in collectivist thinking and sentiments on both sides of the political spectrum. I see a lot of far-right alter-retardos using collectivist ideology to justify their absurd logic and I see a lot of far-left degenerates using collectivism to justify their again absurdity, uh, their absurd logic. And it's only gonna get worse from here. Matter of fact, it's already begun. Ennis Cantor, an NBA player that is has been notorious for preaching or at least speaking out against China and its abuse of power on Tibet and just around the world, has recently been cut from the NBA. Now, as soon as Ennis started speaking out in general, his playtime slowly started getting cut until he became a background character, until he became a complete and utter non-factor, and until he was traded from the uh, Boston Celtics to the Houston Rockets, and then eventually cut from the NBA entirely. How far has America fallen that a speaker, someone who speaks against uh, the cruelty of an authoritarian regime, of a cruel system, somebody who speaks out against such ideas that go against the american idea can be cut or fired from his job you know the nba while we think of it as a game that is a job that's how these people feed their families china's influence led to him being cut from the from the nba sooner or later how how far are we away from people getting their social media accounts suspended you know, whenever they say something that China doesn't like. I know mainstream media wants us to focus on Russia right now, but China is an absolute menace. Matter of fact, I would say that China should be our, <laughs> our much more of a concern to the American public than Russia really is. Because while Russia really is trying to get, you know, take over Eastern Europe, they're not really really going to mess with us because they know a war against the United States is not really beneficial to their goal, at least not right now. However, China wants a war against the United States because they want number one. Russia is perfectly fine being number two as long as they're left alone. China want, wants a number one spot, and they're number three, you know? <laughs> they're number three as, as far as uh, military power, and control of the world because they control the world through you know economic power economic control but their military power isn't gonna touch Russia anytime soon unless they decided to uh, decide to really go crazy on military spending but they're not really on the big twos level yet and the big two is the US and Russia however their influence on our institutions should be something that terrifies you remember China is a communist nation Sure, they have a state capitalist system, which, by the way, is incredibly perverted as far as as an economic policy or economic system is concerned. State capitalism should be the very definition of tomfoolery, you know, like a lot of communist nations who want to take advantage of the power that the government gains in in a communist system have come to the realization that communism leads to you being poor and they don't want to be poor. So they create this idea. They create this little system, this this system agreement between them and their people that they are free to engage in the capitalist system as long as they obey, obey the absolute authority of their communist regime. So their communist and governance, which is a cheat code, really. Because it's no secret that authoritarian regimes or authoritarian systems can get work done easier. Because all there really is to do is for one guy to say yes or no. While in democratically run systems you have to come to a unanimous agreement. Which involves a whole lot of uh, tomfoolery and, and bureaucratic shenanigans that you know, I don't really understand completely. But it's it's much easier to get work done under a, an authoritarian regime. If they allow their people to engage in the... Uh, capitalist or free market system, it creates an illusion, a fake picture that somehow their system is better. However, their people still go missing whenever they say something bad about the government, and they, again, they're still committing genocide and slaughtering innocent people for their own benefit. China is still evil. Nothing has changed. I shouldn't be saying China. No that's such a silly word. What I should be saying is West Taiwan. The province of West Taiwan has transgressed against the freedoms of the American public, and we must answer with force. I'm kidding. I'm not trying to encourage a war uh, fever or spread a war fever, I should say. I'm just saying we need to keep our eyes on China, along with aiming our nuclear missiles towards that godforsaken shithole. Along with pointing our uh, nuclear missiles towards that, you know, godforsaken shithole. I shouldn't have said that. That is a bad word and God technically doesn't forsake people as long as they have faith in him. But I doubt there's uh, a whole lot of believers in China. I know there's Catholics, but uh, there's no need to pay attention to those folks because they're just controlled by the communist system regardless. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys today. Make sure you check out my book, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. It's your man, Victus D. Void. It's been a pleasure talking to you all. Stay focused, stay alert, and God bless.